Welcome to Save Six Figures with Gina Knox, the podcast where I coach you on how to save $100,000 by optimizing your cash flow. Hey, savers, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to be speaking with Ashley Tyndall. Ashley is a system strategist for business owners and solopreneurs, and she is also in my group program, Six Figure Saver. I am Ashley Tyndall. I am the owner and founder of Solution Integrators. I am a client experience and system strategist. I specifically wanted to highlight Ashley's story because Ashley is a self-proclaimed saver. She is someone who is good with money. She's always been organized with her money. She's always been able to hit her financial goals. So it's an interesting question to explore. Why would someone who's already a good saver join a program called Six Figure Saver? Today's episode, we're going to dive deep into the nuances of financial avoidance, especially for side hustlers, and really specifically for side hustlers who are also good at personal finance. Because money avoidance isn't just about, you know, being afraid to look at your bank account or feeling nervous about your credit card debt. Sometimes money avoidance is a lot more sneaky. And in Ashley's case, it had a lot to do with her owner's pay. Let's take a listen. I stumbled into entrepreneurship, honestly. Um, early 2021, um, I had a friend of mine who, um, she is a coach. She has clients um, that she would push to use Dubsado, but she's like, mm, I don't want to do it. Um, so I have a background from a corporate perspective as a business analyst, a project manager. So data, tools, numbers, like all those things have just always clicked for me. Um, so I helped one of her clients set up Dubsado and um, I think she tricked me really. <laughs> She's like, you know, you're kind of good at this and people will pay you. I started early 2021 selling my services for pennies. <laughs> uh, I think my first setup was like $350. Like it was just nothing. But at we that all, time- <laughs> all have been there. I swear yes. we all started. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. But at that time I started the business without the thought of ever quitting my day job. Right. Like this was something to just do on the side to have fun with. Um, about nine months into that, um, I had raised my prices to about twenty five hundred. But I just got super, super busy. I was meeting just incredible people, incredible business owners. Um, and I just discovered this passion for just really wanting to help other business owners um, going into twenty twenty two. First quarter of 2022, I hit my highest um, revenue quarter. Um, so I've been averaging about 10K months since the beginning of uh, the end of 2021 into now. And I was like, oh, damn, <laughs> I, could, I could possibly quit my job, right? So I, I started out, you know, really at the beginning of this year, like I was like, well, maybe end of 2022, right? Maybe it'll happen. So Ashley's business is taking off, which is incredible, right? She's hitting 10K months, and in the back of her mind, she's like, okay, maybe 2022, I'll be able to quit my job. Now, it's important to know that even though Ashley is a good saver, she's good with her money, even though she's making good money, 
At this point in time, Ashley had never paid herself on a consistent basis. She had maybe taken a couple dollars here and there, taken some bonuses out of her business, but she had never paid herself a consistent salary. So in the grand scheme of her life, her nine to five was still funding her lifestyle, paying her mortgage, paying her car note, all of that, even though her business was hitting these big 10K months. All right, let's continue. I have all these fears about quitting my job, um, but really it was, you know, I can, I could possibly do this. And then that's where you came along. So, yeah. So enter Six Figure Saver. I think you joined in March. Yeah. Yeah, Like end of March. So what I'm hearing is like, you started in 2021, nine months in, you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. this could be Mm -hmm. something. Now we're in 2022, we're hitting some 10K months. And Tell us, like, how did you discover Six Figure Saver and why did you join? Like, what you was know, your your goal in joining? Yeah, so I really got to a point where um, I knew that I couldn't continue to grow and scale my business the way I wanted to, right, without quitting my day job. I had so many friends, so many people, even clients were like, girl, this is this is your calling. Like, this is what you were meant to do. Um, how the hell are you still working a nine to five? I kept saying, oh, end of year, end of year, you know, but I never put a hard date around it. Um, I've always had this fear of, you know, one, would people actually buy my services? <laughs> like, do people really like me the way I think they do? Um, so I had to get over that first, right? But the biggest fear then was I got to make money, like consistently. So, you know, I was brainwashed to believe I have this corporate job. I'm, I'm getting paid every two weeks. You know, I have consistent income, right? Um, and I didn't want to ever leave that. But the more I grew in my business and my passion grew for serving my clients, the more I hated my day job and the more it like sucked me away, Right. And so really my only barrier at that point was money or how I viewed my money. I remember following um, Ashley H. from Do the Damn Thing uh, as a a peer of mine. We were in a a different program together. And um, I remember her posting that, you know, hey, I'm just going ghost for a while, right? And I think, I want to say it might have been even like three months. She's like, I just don't want to deal with people. I don't want to sell services. I don't want to sell products, whatever. And she was like, but I'm still able to pay my team and pay myself without selling a single service. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a thing. Um, and so she tagged you. So of course, then I went down this Instagram stalking rabbit hole of looking at all of your different stories. The way that you talked about money was so free. You know, I've always felt like I've been able to save for like a purpose, right? Like when we got married. Yep, I could stash cash, pay for our wedding, right? Buy a house, buy a car. So we stash, we spend it, and then that's it. And then something else comes up. Okay, we got to stash cash, <laughs> you know, spend it, whatever. Um, but the way that you talked about money um, really kind of encouraged me to like step back a little bit and reassess like, okay, I have this money coming in from my day job. I have this money coming in from my business what am I doing with it? And how and why am I not using that money to help me prepare to actually exit? Like set a date, do it and go from there. I remember the very first office hours you came to, you submitted a question and you were like, I want to pay myself, 
but my taxes. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute. What's going on? Yeah. This person's telling me they're making 10K months and they can't pay themselves. Something is going on. Do you remember that call, that conversation? I do. And I, um, I think that goes back to like my fear of money, right? Like I don't have dependents. We make a decent income from our W2 jobs. And it was like, well, I'll just use this extra money to pay pay the IRS because I'm going to have to do it anyway. Um, but never stop to think like, no, this could truly replace your W-2 income. Um, so yeah, that was... What did you do after that call? So I really, um, I started through the course content um, and really the first thing that I did was um, define my break-even point. So it was like, okay, you know, I was, I've always felt like I'm good with numbers. I know that I got no my numbers, right? But I didn't, I never took action on them. <laughs> I just knew the information. Like, okay, yeah, cool. I made this much, whatever. Now, what do I make from my day job, right? Like, what do I feel that would be a good number, a salary number, right, for us to survive? Knowing that, you know, yes, my husband still has income too, but what do I feel would be a confident number? Um, and so I really looked at like my paychecks and was like, I want that. <laughs> like what I'm making a yes. month, that's what I want. <laughs> um, so I sat down and defined my break even point. I looked at my, you know, my sales for six to nine months and was like, girl, you're, you know, hitting over more than your break even point every single month, right? Um, knowing there's some months that hey, it's a little lower. Um, but once I was able to like see it, <laughs> and I think even in the course you talk about like write it down, put it on a paper, like put it somewhere that you can see it. Um, and that's what I did, and I still have it right over here in my money Aww. mindset. <laughs> um, but it's like okay, no, like this is a thing. Like it's not just a a thought anymore. Like this could truly be a reality that I'm able to replace my W-2 income now because I have a plan to go do it. Or it's, it felt achievable then at that point. Isn't it so interesting? I find it really interesting. Like you can be good with money. You can be like, like you said, a good saver. I know my numbers, Mm -hmm. but when you have that fear- I, what I find is that fear keeps us from taking action or even doing simple math. For sure. We think like, oh, well, I could never quit my job. And if you think that, then you're never going to try to figure it out. And then you don't figure it out. And then you don't quit your job. Yes. Right? <laughs> right? Right. So even if you're good with numbers, if you have like these preconceived notions, it's going to block you. Whereas if you just like say, hey, what would happen if I even tried to figure this out? It's really not complicated math. Mm-hmm. It's just about sitting down and doing it. And like like you said, setting a specific goal. What is the dollar amount you want to pay yourself? And then that can kind of be like the, the missing puzzle piece yeah, to then just sure. figure out the rest of the equation. For sure. Yeah, it was definitely almost like a sigh of relief too of like, okay, like this is, it doesn't feel like this far-fetched dream now, right? And that really kind of led me into setting a date. Like, okay, this is how much I make. I know we had our, um, you know, the challenge early on in the, um, as soon as I started, you know, we had our savings challenge and um, my husband and I sat down and we were like, okay, we want to have, you know, X amount of money saved before, you know, you quit. So we set out to say, okay, well, how can we both leave? You know, we set this number, hey. like, you know, we, we want this number saved, like as long as we can, you know, it, again, like me and the, my, my numbers in my head, it was like, okay, if we 
didn't make another dime for the next year, um, how could we still pay our mortgage at minimum? And, you know, you, the, the critical utilities. And so that was the number. And it was like, okay, well, by July 22nd, we'll have that number saved. So let's do it. Um, so I wrote it down. I put it on a sticky note in my mirror. I was like, this is Ashley's quit date. James, what's your quit date? He wrote his quit date down. And I was like, oh, shit, we're doing it. So um, you joined Six Figure Saver end of March. Yep. It is now July 1st. Yep. When did you, after joining, when did you set that quit date? I want to say it was May. In May. Um, yep. Yep. So about a month and a bit later. April was the first time that I truly set aside like an owner's salary, right? And that was like life changing for me. Because again, before it was, I was paying taxes and then like, oh, if I just wanted to dabble a little bit, I'd be like, oh, I'll give myself $500 today, right? Something like that. Um, but I sat down and I just like that, like being paid every two weeks thing. So I was like, well, I can do that. Right. I'm, I'm the boss. Hell yeah, <laughs> I can make you can. That so I'm like, I'm going to pay myself. And then two weeks later, I paid myself again. And I'm like, I this works. Right. <laughs> you know, like establishing a, um, an ops fund so I can, you know, drip money there to, to help me to pay myself for, for future months. So yeah, it was just like, I'm doing it. I'm writing it down. If I don't, I knew if I didn't do it, you know, write it down, make it plain, make it clear. I would have continued to be like, oh, end of year, end of year, end of year would have came. It'd been 2023. <laughs> I'd still be trying to, to figure it out and I'd been miserable, right? So let's summarize this for a second. When Ashley joined Six Figure Saver, she had not paid herself yet. She had never realized that that was a possibility. And even though she thought she might quit by the end of 2022, she hadn't really started to figure it out yet. So the first thing that she did inside the program was define her break-even point. This is the first thing I have all my savers do. We sit down, we organize your business finances, we determine what is your average monthly expenses, and then we set an owner's pay for you if you don't already have one. And with that information, you can easily then figure out, what do I need to do to quit my job? So in Ashley's case, she said, I had that you know, paycheck coming in twice a month. It felt consistent. It felt safe. It felt stable. And she wanted to replicate that. So she asked herself, okay, how can I pay myself twice a month from my business? And then she did it in April. She paid herself twice. And then in May, she did it again. And she built that self-confidence in herself that she could replace her income, not because she believed in some future state where she made more money, she could possibly pay herself more, but she proved it by doing it before quitting her job. So by the time it came time to say, you know, let me put in my two weeks notice, it was a no brainer. It wasn't this scary thing. It wasn't like, oh my God, how am I going to live off of my savings? How long am I going to have to live off my savings? It wasn't any of that. It was like, listen, I'm already paying myself twice a month from my business. Let me quit my job because it's taking up my time and I'm going to have no break in my personal income. And this is exactly what I meant at the beginning of this episode when I talked about that sneaky money avoidance, right? Because Ashley, she said, I'm good at saving. If I need to save for the wedding, I'll save. 
But when it came to her business finances, when it came time to make a decision as the CEO of her company for how much money she would make, when it came to cash flow planning, she was in avoidance. She was saying, maybe at the end of 2022, I'll quit. Maybe at the beginning of 2023. All of this maybe, maybe later is a very sneaky way of saying, hey brain, hey self, let's not figure this out right now. Let's push it to later. So when Ashley joined Six Figure Saver and did those really simple calculations, she had everything that she needed to make an informed and confident decision about quitting her job. Just getting that confidence and then also knowing that like I had a community of people that, you know, we're all in these, you know, we have similar fears about money. We have similar goals and wants about money too. And just hearing like, okay, I'm not, this is normal, right? <laughs> like This is normal in entrepreneurship. Um, so that just helped me to be like, you know what, girl, go do it. You got this. So you set your quit date and have you told your manager? I have. So you told the manager. That's horrible. Um, because that was the other, because I was like, okay, I mean, I got it, but you know, I haven't told anybody, but I was like, nope, I didn't. And again, like, I felt like the stars started to align. Like my direct uh, manager is retiring. And I was like, girl, when she told me, I was like, you know what? Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. You know, right. Exactly. And it was just like, it was so freeing. Um, I mean, honestly, like I'm around for three weeks. I was like, I, I told my team, I was like, I'm around, but I'm not really around. <laughs> like, I'm here. I but- know that feeling. <laughs> it's <laughs> like senioritis, yeah. like when you're in oh, high school or college or whatever. You're like, yes, I'm. I'm about to be out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's really like just. I, like, it's just so. It's such a freeing and just like a sigh of relief of like, okay, you know, now I can I can bet on myself now, right? Um, I was. I don't, I think I was listening to a podcast one day and somebody mentioned something about like, you can always find another job you hate. And I think when I like realized that, (laughs) you know, it was like, I have marketable skills. Like if I have to go back to corporate America, somebody somewhere will hire me. So why not take the the leap of faith and bet on myself for now? And, you know, my husband, he had that same feeling of like, it's time to bet on us. Like, let's see what we can go do. Yeah, that's such a good one. Like you can always find another job you hate. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Like like I said, like at the beginning, right? So many times we just let fear be there. And it's not even like, oh, we're afraid of doing something. No. The fear stops us from even even exploring the possibility right. that we could figure it out. And right. that's like the most disheartening thing because it's not like, oh, I'm afraid. And so let me try and fail. It's like, no, I'm afraid. So let me not even try. Mm -hmm. Yep. Let me like fail ahead of time. (laughs) Right. And it really is about like a little bit of like fear of disappointment too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you're so afraid of disappointment, you're not even going to try. Well, then you're definitely going to be disappointed. (laughs) Right. For sure. For sure. I felt like I was almost starting to like paralyze myself, right? You know, from like, from that fear of, well, I'm just going to be afraid and not take action, (laughs) you know? Um, So yeah, it was um, knowing that, you know, I think that kind of led into, you know, we've talked a lot about of the, you know, the waterfalls or the, you know, the the hills and the valley moments um, and not letting that 
you know, scare me too either. Like being an entrepreneur means that, you know, like you said, inconsistent income is a thing. Like that's the norm and that's okay though. Um, So I've had to, you know, kind of unlearn a lot of things that I thought or felt about money. Um, And, you know, you smack me around to be like, girl, (laughs) you know. Mean coach comes out. (laughs) I do tell it like it is. Right. But it's so needed to be like, you know, inconsistent months. Like that's a thing, but that's okay. Um, Like you have to accept it. Like if you, if you're afraid of it ahead of time, again, it kind of puts you in that, that place of paralysis. Like, okay, well, damn, I got to make money, but now I'm scared that I'm not going to make money. (laughs) So I'm not making money. Right. You know, June, for example, was a low cash month for me. Right. And then I, I forgot that it was almost by design, like end of quarters. I usually like to chill out a little bit. Like I don't like to take on a ton of new projects. I like to use that time to work on my business. So as I was like, okay, I'm getting closer to my quit date. But oh damn, <laughs> numbers are a little low. I'm not, you know, hitting um, my goals, right? But I'm like, but that's okay because I'm gonna kick off July and, and August, and they'll likely be higher cash months. So like, it's okay. Like these these things are normal. These things are, you know, this is what entrepreneurship is. And I feel like you've really helped me to kind of continually tell myself that I have that written down. <laughs> Too. Like this skyscraper will happen, but Ashley, you will be okay. Like your family will be okay. You know, you you will be able to eat. You won't lose your home, right? Because I think we start to those um, irrational fears start. We to sensationalize play. a little bit, right? Yeah. We love to go like to the most extreme. Yep, yep. So it was just really like. No, you'll be fine because the next month, you know, you you have pay, you know, people on payment plans or you're expected to get this money or you're launching, you know, whatever. So things will will happen. Um, but that's normal and that's okay. So, so you just gotta accept it and roll with it. And so I'm I'm in this this spirit of excitement. I think I'm past the nervousness or the the scared part of things and just excited for what's to come. I'm excited for you. Thank you. So I guess like one thing I'm hearing is from you, like there's the employee mindset, right? That paycheck twice a month, everything's consistent all the time versus the entrepreneur, this inconsistency and like your journey of getting, getting over the fear of that inconsistency and now acceptance and maybe even excitement around it. For sure. For sure. I'm curious, is that what you were expecting when you joined? Not at all. <laughs> like I really, um, I don't know if I even set out with like these big expectations. I was just, I knew that I couldn't continue to manage my money the way that I was. Right. All I needed was somebody that I trusted to say, "Yo, I've done it. You can do it too," um, and that was enough for me. <laughs> so, like, I really was came in with just kind of these like open mind and willingness to be like, okay, there's someone that's approaching money in a way that you just don't hear other people do it, right? You know, you, of course you hear all these money coaches trying to talk about profit first or, you know, just all these methods of saving, right? Um, And for, I felt like with you, it wasn't 
it's not even necessarily about the money. You know, I think one of the, some, you know, one of the first couple office hours I would ask questions and you're like, but how do you feel? Right. Like, what do, what do you feel when you say that? Like, what, what feelings do the, you know, those thoughts provoke or, you know, kind of where are you headed with that? And I'm like, I, I've never stopped to think about the feelings that I felt when I'm having these thoughts, right. I just have these crazy irrational thoughts of like, I got to survive. Right. Um, but never, stop to think about like the feeling that comes with it and then how I could truly get past it. You know, I don't want to say get over it because I mean, we're humans. maybe like we're process people. it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So I, yeah. I really just kind of, I felt like your approach to um, feeling about money or thinking about money um, was so different and, you know, not something that I've ever really seen from, you know, in our industry before. And it was, um, it was what, like, it was so needed, you know, like we've done all these things, read all these books, <laughs> how to, how you're supposed to manage money. Right. And it's like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do the, the, you know, old way of doing things. Um, I knew I needed something different. And, um, I said, just being in the community, the other business owners and not even all business owners, right. You know, just people who are like, I need me and money need to sit down and have a talk and we need money's mama to sit in the middle and get us together. Right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's funny because like, I really feel like you can white knuckle your way there. Yeah. You can white knuckle your way to savings. You can like figure out how to pay yourself, but feel awful the whole time or anxious the whole time. And like, you could get the same result, but how you got that result matters for your like literal enjoyment of your day-to-day life. And so, yeah, I do focus a lot on how you feel and how that feeling is informing your actions because how you do it matters so much. I mean, like, damn, how many, like we, it's kind of like the common trope, right? Like the super rich person who's also miserable. (laughs) And I'm like, I, no, thank you. (laughs) Like it doesn't have to be that way. Like you don't have to white knuckle your way there. Mm -hmm. You can do it in like a peaceful, easy, even excited way. And so like, why wouldn't we do it that way? For sure. If we could. Yeah. But I mean, you know, we we as humans like to go the hard way, right? We oh my like, god, yes, we do. <laughs> it has been a just a breath of fresh air. Um, again, knowing that I'm not on this journey alone. No, I'm <laughs> not. Um, has been just encouraging and just really like, okay, let's go do this, girl. <laughs> let's do it. Okay, I have two final questions. First one is. For new people joining the program now, now that you're like 90 days in, mm-hmm. what advice would you give those people who are joining this week? I would say um, it really does not matter where you are financially. Um, you know, even if you're a business owner, even if you're not a business owner, um, I think there's something for everybody in the Six Figure Saver program. Um, I mean, you know, just sitting in on the coaching calls, just hearing others' perspectives. It's knowing that, you know, it doesn't matter if you have tons of debt, majority of us do. (laughs) Um, It doesn't matter if you are, you know, if you're a new business owner, you're not yet hitting consistent income. Um, you're, You're teaching or encouraging on just getting in the habit of saving. 
Like, you know, I always kind of think of that now, like, you know, keeping it in the back of my mind. So it, it really doesn't matter. Don't feel like you are um, not yet there or not where everybody else is. There is no place, right? There is no starting point in my mind. Um, it really, like, come as you are. <laughs> True. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. It's so funny because sometimes I get people who are like, oh, well, like, I want to join Six Figure Saver, but like, everyone in there is making more money than me. And I'm like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> How do you know that? Right. <laughs> and it's so funny because like we we have seven figure entrepreneurs in Six mm-hmm. Figure Saver and then we have little baby coaches who are making their first four figures yep. or we have people on their first five figures. So yeah, it really is like, and like you said, like there's people who have 100,000 plus of debt. There's mm-hmm. people who are debt free. It's such a wide range. And I love how you put it. How did you say it? Like there is no starting point. It just like come as you are. All right, Ashley, tell us where we can find you. You're the systems queen. Like, yeah. help us out where we can find you. And we'll also be linking everything in the show notes, but send us off. Yes, yes. I can be found mostly on Facebook or Instagram. It's the same either way. Solution.integrators with an S. Follow me on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. I like to go live. I like to hop up in the stories. Um, you'll usually find me you know, comfy. I'm all about <laughs> comfort when I'm working. <laughs> but yes, um, website www.solutionintegrators.us. But yeah, I am around if you have questions about systems, tools, you name it. If you have questions about six figure savers, I am happy to share. But yeah, I am around and I can't thank you enough, Gina, uh, for having me. Thank you. Oh my goodness. And I, today's July 1st. This is the day we're recording. I'm just going to count down until the 22nd. We're going to have to do like a big, like final day at work. Confetti. (laughs) Yeah. Some big confetti in the Slack channel. Thank you so much for joining us, Ashley. This has been wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, I hope you learned something from Ashley's story, Ashley's journey inside Six Figure Saver. And if you at all identified with Ashley's story, the nine to fiver wanting to quit their job, the inconsistent cash flow, the fear, the hesitation, if you identify with any level of Ashley's story, I want to invite you to join us inside Six Figure Saver and get coached. You heard from Ashley, it does not take long to see a transformation. She joined in late March, and by July, she had already put in her two-week notice. She had already given herself her owner's pay and a whole round of raises. It doesn't take long to start seeing results, and it doesn't take long to redefine your relationship with money, to redefine your relationship with your business cash flow. That is exactly what Ashley did. She redefined her relationship with her money, even as someone who was already good at saving. So I want to welcome you in. The link will be in the show notes, six, the number six, figuresaver.com. You can join us today for 2000 to pay in full or five payments of 400 And by joining Six Figure Saver, not only will you be getting our entire course, all of the spreadsheets, all the worksheets, and all of the concepts that I teach for how to save six figures, how to figure out your break-even point, how to give yourself an owner's pay, but you will also get 12 
full months of live coaching. We do live coaching office hours every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. And we have Monday through Friday Slack support available. So I really want to welcome you to check us out and join us if you also want to redefine your relationship with money. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you guys next week and take it easy.